Hey dude, Doug, Scott here with another little intro for you. You're listening to part two and by my count, the uh, last episode of this The Worst Year of Our Lives presents the Best Decade of Our Lives project. If you haven't heard part one that we put up last week, go do that now, you silly. What are you doing jumping in halfway? So, we've already covered everything up to our top 20 lists of the 2010s, and that's what this episode is all about. If you haven't already, please go check out the very pretty graphics of the list that Drew made. Uh, they're on my Twitter, at NotScottHenson. I believe Drew's Twitter, at SarianSoftPaws, and they're also in the YouTube description uh, for the uh, for the episodes of this podcast. So if you're listening to this on YouTube, just click the description. It's right there. You, you don't even have to. You don't even have to stand up. <laughs> that is what I meant to say. I'm not going to re-record this. So uh, enjoy the show. Drew, main event, baby. Main event. Now I know it's we just fucking Kimbo Slice and Dada Five Thousand, baby. <laughs> Truly the main event. Was that the main event of that show, or was it yep. Sh- Shamrock Gracie? Shamrock Gracie was the semi-main. Oh, they f- they finished with Kimbo Dada. They yeah. knew where their bread was. Of butter. course. <laughs> hope everyone. One of the is, best nights of my life. Hope everyone is down for uh, uh, esoteric Strike Force references. Yeah, uh, Strike Force. Bellator. No, it was Strike Force. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's a company that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Which is shocking, because right. they, they made all the right moves. All those MMA stands, pay attention, because this podcast has taken a real <laughs> sharp left turn. Listen up, Ariel Helwani, if that is your real name. Arian Helwani. Oh, no, he's not. <laughs> he does not pass the test. Uh, in the uh, uh, Conspicuous by its absence, I, I notice in the, in the fun facts segment we... Neglected to list the number of movies that passed the Bechdel test. Maybe we maybe go back and do that, or number of movies that had a cool black guy. <laughs> I feel like we didn't do enough woke stats. N- is what n- I'm saying. Number of um, movies where Scott had gay sexual intercourse with the director at a film festival, <laughs> uh, especially in the late latter half of the decade, a lot. A lot. Yeah. Um, no, we're not going back doing that. Hmm. This, uh, this is the finals. This is, this is March Madness. This is fucking the Super Bowl or the Superb Owl. This is the WNBA finals. Nice. Good reference. The most important game of the year. Yeah. The best 20 movies of the decade. The goddamn decade. 2010 to 2019. Which we originally had the hubris to think we could do just the top 10. That which was, was ballsy. Nonsense. That was ballsy. Even 20 hurt me more than but I thought. I think when we said that, uh, the idea... When we said that, we had only seen 10 movies. Yeah. I think the idea was it was going to be the number ones from every year and, and rank, rank them. Yeah. Which ultimately would have failed. I agree. Uh, there are twos and threes better than higher than other number ones. ones. And you have one number one have not one number one on your twenty. Not make the list. All my ones are on the twenty. Um, well, cool. Wasn't really a brag. It was more just a statement of fact. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think my lowest one is fourteen. You're, go- 
you're spoiling it. That's the. I mean, sure. <laughs> but yeah, so I guess we're doing it. So I guess we should. First... I got two ones lower than yours. Oh, good for you. And, and... ah, that was a brag and not. Oh, I a see. Statement. I see. Good to know. I like my number ones less than you do. <laughs> I am less confident in my in my earlier picks than you. <laughs> Uh, so we should discuss some ones we... Our feelings for each other? Later. Oh. Post-podcast? Yes. Or... Okay. <laughs> so ones that we really wanted to get on there but couldn't. Just, just some select really hard cuts. Yeah. Not the ones that like... Because, you know, pretty much anything that was a a two, three, four, and maybe some fives... Yeah. Were all, like, clearly... In some form in, of in the running, yeah. But naming all of those is literally you could just go back and look read at our, our list. Look at our list, yeah. Yeah. So these are the ones that were like, you know, the 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 next yeah. five after that. I mean, I have seven, yeah. but but the, like these are the ones that would comprise the rest of our top twenties, like the the twenty through thirty of yeah. the decade. Yeah. But we did not rank because twenty was the rule. So I have a couple of number twos. Yeah. Uh, number three, one number three, two number fours, a number five, and a number one. I mean, the, uh, both the five and one are interesting. Well, you know what the five was, because I already told you what the five was off camera. I forgot. It was hours ago. <laughs> it was, it was six hours ago? It was six hours ago. Yeah. Get off my back. <laughs> My number five that was in consideration yeah. was the movie Ash. That's right. You know what? You did tell me If that. it wasn't in 2019, it would have been higher. Yes. And it would have probably been 2019 was a very best. good year. Yeah. But because the four above it were so much better, it just that, couldn't that's, squeak That's in. the thing. Cause, yeah, 2019 is such a strong top four. Yeah. And, yeah. Strong top, period. If we could extend it a, a bit more, yeah. All, yeah. all four of my... So... so did, I guess that... M no, because you said you didn't have any number fours in your list, or do you? Do you have... Okay, so... One, one twos, and threes, baby. Uh, so, obviously, your number four for yep. 2019 was also one of those hard cuts. Yep. Yes. That being the lighthouse. The lighthouse. Yes. Yeah. Just didn't quite squeak in. Um, I have two very similar ones um, to to each other, not, not to what uh, you said. Uh, that were two of my last cuts. They are the two Denis Villeneuve movies. Ah. I'm each moved to number two in their respective years. Interesting. For better chances to get into the top twenty. Okay. And then still couldn't put them in. Those would be arrival. That is number twenty sixteen's number two arrival, and twenty thirteen's number two prisoners. Prisoner. I love them both. Would love to put them both in. They would 100% both be in my top 25. But they are not in my top 20. Which hurts me. They would Neither would be 21. I have my number 21. Gotcha. And it's not... I those. have my number 21 as well. Good. We'll uh, the, the other number 4 I had was 2011's The Skin I Live In. That, that, my, that was my 2011 number 2. And was was a a lateish cut for me, yes. Mm -hmm. uh, what else? You got, you got ones and you got twos left. 
Uh, I've got a two. Uh, my... I, have a th- I have a three, two twos, and a one. Okay, give me your three. So three, which honestly uh, would have been my number twenty-one. Oh, uh, save it, save your okay, save your twenty-one for okay. last. Give me, tell me about the twos then. Well, twos would be. Ooh, he's not going to go good for you. Because they're definitely on my list. Uh, no, one is for sure. Twenty uh, twelve's number two, Django Unchained. Okay, that's not on my list. No, I don't, yeah, I had it lower. Just, yeah. just you know, quite couldn't quite make it. Yeah. And twenty tens number two, Black Swan. Oh, is on my is list. on your list. Yeah, so it was my number one. That's the and then yeah, so that that's those are those are hard. So what are my last couple? So we have the two Villeneuve's, which were both number twos. We had uh, Beautiful, mm-hmm. which was also a number two. And so that must be there. There must be one more. That's, oh, I guess I just had the uh, four. Beautiful, Prisoners. I see no question marks there. That's a question mark that it shows. Arrival. So, I th- yeah, I think I just have my number 21. I got one more and then my number 21. Is, is your one more your a number one? Uh-uh. Okay. Oh, my my leftover one yeah. is a number one. Yes. Is the number one that didn't make the list. Yes, give me that. That one is 2011's The Untouchables. Okay. I love it. Yep. But I just didn't think it... W- I think it was number one in a week or year. So that means you have nothing from 2011 on the list. Nothing from 2011 on the list. Okay. I have uh, seven movies from 2011 on the list. This is going to be tough. This is you just reading your 2011 again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, my top 20 is my top 10 from 2011, plus, plus the next 10 from 2011. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert, the best year of the decade was just 2011. Yeah. Uh, actually, it wasn't. It was one of the weaker years. It was. Uh, so so all you I, have your 21, you have 21, I have my 21? I've got my 21, is all, all I got, besides, you know, uh, other stuff that was high up, and you can just look at my list for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what's your number 21? My number 21 is my number 3, from 2001, and then an what? 8, 2018's. My number 21 is my 2018's number three, which is the same as yours. Thunder it's, Road, baby? Oh, you changed it. Yeah. We, uh, our Before, previous the pre- Ah, the previous one. My, Thunder Road was mine. Mine's Climax. Ah. Yeah. Mm. But while that it's the same year and number. Same year and I, number. I forgot you moved yeah. Thunder Road up. Did Climax move so up or down? It moved to my number two. It moved to two. Okay. So that so means... probably means it's on the list. Yeah. I mean, I wanted it. Thunder Road, baby. Yeah. Great movie. Love it so much. Can't stop thinking about it. I think about it all the time. <laughs> that and Ash are the two things I think the most about. <laughs> That's fair. Those are two good things to think about. Head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So those are the ones that didn't quite squeak in, yeah. but are still the good enough to be mentioned on the, for this. For sure. So, now, 20 to 11 and 10 to 2, and then we're not doing 1, because you'll figure it out on your own. Yep, you got to do the math. Yeah, that, That's the bargain here, folks. Calculate. We tell you 20 to 2, and then you figure it out. So, we figured that... It you is... actually could. You could You could literally do the math. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it is going to be challenging for us to get something in the same spot. Yeah. There's, very hard. 
20, we already know a few that have been mentioned yeah. that aren't on And we have very list. different picks. We, we looked at our own list. I figured we could have a maximum of 12 that are on our top 20 yeah. the same. Drew thinks 11. Uh, which, it's, yeah, it's 11 or 12. Which means maximum 11, really, because if one of us has uh, less than the other, it's the, it's the lower number. One, two. Anyways, yeah. Um, it's so... We, we were kind of debating over, like, what's the kissing rule in the top 20? Yeah. Because it's so, it's direct matches are too hard. I, I, same I, same I, as the the last top ten of of the decade. Yeah, I, I would be completely shocked if we if we got anything the same. Yeah, because there's too many variables. There's too much percentage where you know we just can't. It's, it's almost impossible. I'll flip out if we have the same number. That being up. said, if we get the same number, we are standing sixty nine <laughs> in this room while we finish the podcast. But so, but we what we did agree upon was. If we have the same movie on the list within four spaces... You had said five, I had said three. We so met we in the middle. The yeah, we Benjamin Button to um, met in the middle. Yeah. So, it's going to be challenging to even get them that close. Absolutely. We are not promising any kisses here. I, no. we, I think we had a couple shots near the top. Yes. I think it's a real crapshoot in the bottom. But, um... Yeah. So we're going to see what happens... <laughs> I don't know if this is going to happen. This is going to be fun. This is going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Real interesting. If, so, if we get one, it's a win. So, yeah. So, if we have... Anything within four up or down from four. each other, we will, so if, we will smooch. If Drew says his number 16, and it is on my list anywhere from 12 to 20, we're good. Yes. There's going to be some kisses, I think, but it, uh, it's not, uh, not going to be very many. No. Anyways, my number 20, to start off this list, yeah. will not be on your list, for sure. That is my, my... My 20 is also for sure not on your list. That is my... Uh, the number one movie of 2010, True Grit. All right. Great. I'm okay with that being there. I... So you got some... Yeah, you got some interesting and low number one. So your 2010 is number 20, and your 2011 is nowhere. Correct. Very interesting. I also have one other number one that's relatively low. Uh, well... So we'll see. I'm proud of you. We'll see. My number 20 is interesting in the way it got there. Because my number 20 uh, moved down a spot uh, when I updated my list, my 2017 list to be exact, because I feel it didn't need to be in the top 20 as much as the one that it was above, so I switched two and three, mm -hmm. then this one moved down to three, and then I had a bunch fighting for the number 20 spot, the two Villeneuve mo movies... Climax, uh, Beautiful, and this one. And then I looked at them, and I'm like, damn, I moved it down, and I'm still going to put it in. <laughs> mm -hmm. But lower. Um, and it can now be... It's it's safe to be it, lower than the one I switched it, it with, which I wanted It's a shame we to can't be. kiss on it. It is a shame we can't kiss on it, because this movie is about kissing boys. About kissing boys. <laughs> and it is Call Me By Your Name. Mm. It's beautiful. I love it. Kiss a boy in honor. Kiss a boy in honor of... <laughs> of Call Me By Your Name. Um, all That's right. my 2017 number three. My number 19 is a number three from 2014. Okay. It is Nightcrawler. Nice. That was, that was my 2014 number five. It was one of the few number fives I wrote for this list, because mm. it did have a chance. Yeah, nice. But my one through four in 2014 are 
so strong, strong. that yeah. there wasn't room. Uh, yep. I think it's uh, excellent performances. It's uh, great. Jilly's great, and Riz Ahmed's great. And, and the and the follow-up by the director-actor <laughs> combination of, what, Dan Gilroy? Dan Gilroy. And, and uh, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. J- Jake Gyllenhaal. Even better. Guys. So much better. If I could, go ahead, call up Netflix.com, <laughs> say, I would like Netflix. to... <laughs> say, I would like to subscribe to your... DV, your online DVD rental service. Uh, if you could please send me your freshest DVD of Velvet Bud, Buzzsaw, please. As, Buzzsaw. as soon as you can, because I must see this follow-up oh. tonight. Uh, 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 there is Corrections Department. There is no... Velvet.com? Velvet, Velvet Buzzsaw was not the follow-up to Nightcrawler. He did Roman J. Israel Esquire. He did, which those. nobody saw. Correct. It has a lower rating than Velvet Buzzsaw. That's probably wrong. Maybe. Rowan J. Israel Esquire seems fine but boring, it, and you never need to boring. see it again. It boring. But it Velvet does... Buzzsaw was a lot worse than boring. It does have Mega Hunk Colin Farrell in it, though, hmm. so... So maybe we're being harsh. Anyways. Well, uh, that's fine, because my number 19 isn't on your list either. So as long as we can get all the ones that aren't on the list <laughs> out of, out of the way. way, then we can get to some ones that are on the list. So my number 19 was my... Actually, of this whole top 20, my one big rewatch a couple of days ago uh, to make sure I loved it, <laughs> you liked it as much as I thought I did. And great news, <laughs> I do. Spoiler alert. It's good. It is good, and uh, I believe for uh, my entire top 20 so far, we are 100% on Italian directors. Oh <laughs> Luca Guadagnino, number 20. Paolo Sorrentino, number 19. <laughs> Youth, my 2015, number 2. Michael Caine, amazing. Harvey Keitel, amazing. Maybe, well, well Paul Dano's best performance where he isn't <laughs> beaten to a pulp. Where he... Because his two best... Yeah. He's beaten to a pop. <laughs> yes. But this is probably number three. One by an angry man and one by an angry man. <laughs> yep. Uh, Jane Fonda's in one scene and was nominated for a Golden Globe for it for supporting actress. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, uh, there's full frontal nudity, both sexes. Very fair. Who doesn't like that? Fair and balanced to real Fox News. And, uh, yeah, it, it deals with so many interesting things and, uh, when uh, the uh, sort of uh, musical number uh, w- is played at the end, I was like, whoops, I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Whoopsie. Yeah. You tricked me, movie. Whoopsie daisy. <laughs> you made me care. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my 19. Uh, my number 18 is also a number three. Okay. Uh, it is from the year 2019, and that would be Noah Baumbach's Marriage Story. Nice. Uh, a late cut for me. Yeah? Yeah. My, uh, it, it's my number three. And, uh, your number three? No. It's my number three. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, we matched three and one. Yeah. 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 Uh, also my number three, my, my one and two are on, my three is not. Gotcha. Yeah. I think, uh, excellent performances, um, by both ScarJo and Adam Driver. Yeah, both. That's o- what we're just keep, it, it, Both Oscar-worthy performances. fresh in my head. And like, an Oscar-worthy screenplay. I mean, yeah. it's gonna be good. Yep, 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 yep. 
That's so yeah, that's my number eighteen. My eighteen is oh, I'm I'm glad I'm looking at uh, the my old notes. one and not the new one. Let, let's maybe do that. I got twenty and nineteen correct because they didn't change. Thank God. But eighteen did, and I was about to read the wrong one. Uh, eighteen, regrettably, idiots, regrettably breaking the Italian director's streak. <laughs> Very unfortunate. Uh, oh, you're not going to put number seven from 2018 Suspiria on there? I consider that. <laughs> it would it would have caused a ruckus, though, and I, I didn't Absolutely. want the blowback from it. Uh, number 18 is my one and only uh, number four for a year. Interesting. On the list uh, from a very good year, the year 2014. And my number 18 is what I believe is Wes Anderson's best movie of the decade, and one of his best overall, The Grand Budapest Hotel. Absolutely, like, knockout cast. It's... I mean, they're all knockout casts. Grand Budapest is honestly... the same cast. No, it varies a bit, and... <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're all great. <laughs> there aren't any bad ones. Yeah. Actually, if you, if you look at the Isle of Dogs voice cast, it's insane. Yeah, yeah. it's great. So, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's beautiful. It has all the uh, Wes Anderson uh, autistic symmetry you came for. <laughs> Why it's on your list? And uh, it has his, uh, his latest, uh, at least 2010s trend of, uh, like, kids fucking. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. He's been big on that lately. They're the same age. Who cares? Yeah. Fair's fair. I haven't seen it since we saw it in theaters. Mm. So it's I, not I have. that yeah. fresh in my head. Yeah, it's, it's really good. I, and I want to, even in its, like... Because the, the gimmick is, like, the hotel was this amazing Eastern European hotel in, like, the late 1800s. And now it's World War II times, basically. And it's kind of run down and shitty. Even run down and shitty, it's, it's still, awesome. Yeah, it's I, still, want, I want to stay there, like, while it's being bombed by the Nazis. <laughs> it's still that cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, my number 17 is my number one movie Ooh. of the year. I hope... Of our Lord. I hope it's from something. 2012. Nope. Mm. Get out of here. <laughs> it is the film The Hunt. I That's your number... One, uh, 17. Drew, I regret to inform you that we will not be kissing over The Hunt. Ah. Because it appears for because mm. it appears that I am madder about Mads than you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like it a lot, and I, I mean, and it, I did. Abs- it's, a, it's on your top. I point. did absolutely want it to be higher, but I just thought the earlier years were a little weaker, and the later years were a little stronger. I have, I have a decent chunk of earlier stuff in higher? my top ten. Actually, yeah. I mean, I do too, but I just feel like it was. Yeah. Anyways, my number 17, The Hunt. My number 17 was one above my last movie in the same year. Number 18 was my 2014 number 4. Number 17 is my 2014 number 3. Whiplash. Whip. Damien Chazelle's Whiplash. Only good movie. Mile S. Teller. (laughs) Mile S. Teller. Uh, Just Kidding Simmons. And, of course, <laughs> Mad About You's Paul Reiser. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's great. It has one of the best 
third acts yeah. in movie history. Yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> and even if the first two weren't good, which they are, it would still be great because of the third act. Correct. But with the whole thing together, it's pretty awesome. Uh, it was one of those movies that gets me really invested in uh, someone better win a goddamn award for this, and that being J.K. Simmons, and he did. Just kidding. So, good. And the Oscars weren't. Just kidding. When they, they gave him the Oscar That's for the supporting yeah. actor. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad he won. He deserves yeah. it. Uh, the voice of the yellow peanut M&M. The most important thing I learned... I, 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 tw- I tweeted that. It was like, I don't know if it was 2018 or what. Like The most important thing I learned this year was that J.K. Simmons is the voice of the yellow M&M. Yep. Yeah. Uh, my number 16 is going to be higher on your list because it placed higher. It was higher in the year it was in. Fair enough. My number 16 is the number three... My number three, the year 2016... The Handmaiden. Drew, we won't be kissing over The Handmaiden. I wanted it to be higher. I think it's, it's a great movie. But I couldn't put it higher than the other two from that year. So I'm, uh, I'm going to be real with you. It's really high for me. I assume so. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> it's real high. Uh, my number 16, I think, is going to be higher on your list. I, th- I think I'm going to say the same thing you just said for me okay. about a different Asian movie. How about that? Because my number 16 is my 2018 number 2, your 2018 number 1. It is. I'm just hoping it's... What if they're in the opposite spots? I'll just... What if they're flipped? I'll just die. <laughs> I'll just die, Drew. <laughs> my number 16 is my 2018 number 2, Burning. And it's when I kept trying to ratchet up a couple... Yeah. spots because I really like it but I couldn't ratchet it up higher than my number, number one, one for um, for 2018 which actually I think is my lowest number one. Oh, interesting. Which we'll get to in a couple spots. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, so my number 15. But yeah, Burning's great. Watch it twice. Watch it twice. Uh, my number 15 is the next one up from The Handmaiden in 2016. That's my number two. That would be raw. Ah, nice. I don't have it, but I it is great. I like girls eating each other. Yeah. <laughs> but only in that way, not in the other way. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Gross. Gross. Real eating. Real <laughs> flesh being Dinner slow-load. eating. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Really cool. Really stuck with me. Pretty yeah. unique uh, idea. Uh, sucks that it never got a Blu-ray release in Canada, so I can only buy it on DVD. You can buy it. You can buy it on what, like Region Two Blu-ray? Probably. Yeah. And and then it not play in your player. Yeah. Sick. <laughs> One of these days I'll get Sweet a deal. I'll get an all regions Blu-ray player. Yeah. You, you can. There's a place in Vancouver I can buy it in. But... Yeah, you can get them. <clears throat> yeah. So, anyways, Raw 2015. What is your tw- or number 15? My number 15 is. My uh, 2017 number two, which is another one I was trying to ratchet as high as I could, and this is mathematically just about as high as I could get it. It is uh, the Safdie Brothers' Good Time. That is a tough decision to be made. It is. Also a tough decision, because my number 14 is the other movie by the Safety Brothers. Is a 2017. Oh, okay. And I, 
it's higher, but I was just like, oh, 17, but then you said. Um, number 14 is my number three for 2017, which is three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. That's your number? Uh, 14. Oh, Andrew. What a damn shame. Because it's not quite four? What a damn shame that I'm terrible at math. And 14 minus 12 is 2. So give me a kiss. <laughs> no, I said it. I said it second. <laughs> get it, you get have to kiss me. <laughs> <laughs> These ones don't feel as good, though. I mean, it's not the same as matching, but we're not going to match, and we need kisses. So <laughs> we're doing God, what we can. If we match on number one, oh. Oh, we'll do more. Th- if we match on one, we'll, we'll talk about it. <laughs> Explosions will happen. Uh, if we match someone, it probably does have to be on the lips. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, th- yeah, so Three Billboards, like, I think it's a rad movie. I really, really like it. Yeah. It is a shame that there are two other movies in 2017 that I absolutely love. Yeah. yeah it, <laughs> well, it, love. It's my number one for 2017, but is not much higher on my list. Mm-hmm. It's my number 12. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And you said that's your lowest number one. Uh, my lowest number one is... No. Oh. That's my second lowest number one. Oh. My lowest number one is... Coming right now! Oh, no! <laughs> Spooky! <laughs> my... Number 14, right? Correct. Uh, my number 14 is my uh, 2018 number one. And it is... Alfonso Cuaron's Roma. It's... It's great. The cinematography's great. Story's great. Acting's great, especially from some, like, first-time actors, which is crazy. I must protect her at all and costs. And Drew must protect her at all costs. I moved it up my list in hopes that it would have proper contention for the list, and unfortunately Just it couldn't. was at number four, and so it, couldn't, it yeah. couldn't quite make it in. But I'm glad over over the years, and by years I mean weeks. Two weeks, <laughs> three weeks. Made it from eight to four. Eight to four. Yeah. yeah. Not bad. From eight to six to four, so pretty good. Yep. Uh, my number 13 yeah. is not on your list. It my was, 13's not on your it list. It was one of your cuts. It is my number one for 2016. That would be Denny Villeneuve's Arrival. One of my last cuts. Yep. So it'd be in my low 20s. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Is um, I don't know if that's fair to ask. If it's your high, if it's the only Villeneuve on there. Or not. Uh, it is not. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's such a cool... I, I love a... I love an alien movie that's not about fighting the aliens. Yeah. Yeah. It was a, It's a unique stance on the concept of visitors and, like, uh, yeah, arrivals. Yeah. Um, I also just like the idea of there being a twist in the story that's not retarded. Yes. Or, or that's not a twist for the sake of doing a twist. And it doesn't make the whole movie about the twist. Yes. Yeah. That's that's a cool thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so that was your 13. That was my 13. My 13 is not on your list because it was a late cut. Mm. But it is my 2019 number two. Uh, Lil Bobby Eggers. <laughs> the Lighthouse. Starring Should Have Won an Oscar, Willem Dafoe. I bet you no one's ever called him that. Lil Bobby? <laughs> Lil Bobby. <laughs> and uh, uh, probably hasn't needed to win an Oscar, but probably his best performance, Robert Pattinson. <laughs> uh, 
it's yeah it's this movie maybe more than almost any other movie on the list is an experience <laughs> i'd say the only other movie that's close to being this an experience like this was uh my number 21 climax I mean, maybe Good Time as well. Good Time too. Good, good Time and, and and Uncut Gems are both. Yeah, they both definitely like take you through some shit. It's a, it's they're less truly insane. Though. Yes, yeah, they're that's stressful. True. That is true. They're absolutely stressful. But uh, yeah, 2013, 2013, number thirteen, number 13. is twenty nineteen's The Lighthouse. Uh, my number twelve is not on your list because it was a late for you. I mean, I'm glad I'm getting we're getting a lot of the not on each other's lists ones uh, out yep. in the bottom ten. One. One. Yeah. yeah. We're still got some chances. Yeah. Uh, my number 12, not on your list. It is my number two for 2018, the aforementioned Climax. Yes, which I wish I'm, was on mine. I'm happy I put it so high. <laughs> Me too. It is bonkers. It's fucking Next crazy. Next level crazo. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the the first uncut scene of like, I don't know, half, twenty minutes, it, half an hour. Is it a movie or is it just? Is drugs? it a movie or did it? And and was it real? Was it real? <laughs> was it a documentary? Yeah. Was it a real life thing? I feel I feel like Gaspar just like went to a dance studio, literally did that, and drugged then, them, man. drugged them, and then filmed the last last like thirty second scene fictionally just to tie it together as a movie <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely but the rest was real yeah like they killed a kid oh, absolutely <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it's crazy my number 12 is your number 14 and our first match and if we don't have another so be it we kiss today three billboards outside ebbing missouri my 2017 number one you've been to ebbing missouri no i haven't been to the state of missouri in fact good it's a piece of shit i hear I've been... What's the closest I've been? Tennessee? Tennessee? Yeah. You're the only 10 I see. Oh. My 11 is not on your list, so don't have your 11 on my list. Oh, that's bad. My number 11 was something that I moved up my list so it would make the top 20. Okay. And then ended up placing number 11. Okay. So moved on your top 10 for that year. Top 10 year. for that year. Gotcha. And then ended up actually being quite high. All right. So it's a good thing yep. I moved it up. Fair. Uh, that would be 2015's Anomalisa. Is your number 11? My number 11. That's uh, We're going to file that under close but no cigar. Damn it. Is what we're going to do. Should have moved it up with just a, a scooch higher. All right. Well... Uh, I think it's just it's it's too unique, not only unique of a of a, of a movie of a filming style, uh, but like of a story and like a a, a narrative. Yeah. Uh, to not be one of the best movies of the decade. Yeah. Like it's so unique and interesting. And and, and what's what's interesting for me is it it's in my top ten. I'll say that. Um, well, no and shit, obviously high, high, and higher than it, uh, so it's higher than seven. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and it's it's so unique and so cool, but it, it's counterintuitive. But it's a slight double-edged sword, double-edged sword, short <laughs> S word. That um, it, it it's good enough and is my number one for 2015. But because it's almost a niche movie, I couldn't I couldn't see myself putting it number one for the decade. Gotcha. 
I, I couldn't see myself putting a movie that isn't live action real actors mm-hmm. as number one. Mm-hmm. That being that being said, it's quite high on my list. I better take and Toy it's Story great. Three out of my number one spot. Uh, Toy Story Three will be the death of us. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's that's a fair argument, I think. You know what I mean, though? Yeah. Like, it's fantastic. It's my yeah. number one for the year. I couldn't see it being number one for the decade. And it's such a, it's such a weird, like, artistic, like, the, the way that it's structured, the way that the story's told, it almost seems like it's not a movie. <laughs> right? So, yeah, yeah, I understand the argument of not moving it higher. Yeah, but again... It's pretty high. Yes. It's just not number one. Yes. What's your number 11, madam? My number 11 is not on your list, but it is my uh, 2014, uh, already the third appearance from 2014 on the list. My number two, uh, Xavier Dolan's Mommy. Mm. The, uh, we actually already discussed Quirt. it a bit. Yep. Um, Quirt. Queer. Queer. <laughs> um, him and you, but mostly him. But also you. The music's great. The ending's great. <laughs> yeah. um, it's honestly one of the best acting performances of the decade, I think. Um, Antoine Olivier Pilon or whatever his fucking name is. It's the only thing I've ever seen him in. But he's amazing in it. Like, I, I so rarely... Um, okay, th- that's going to be bad for the podcast is what is what that's gonna be you know like the that, whistling dino whist- <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, i'm sure he's not in anything outside of quebec i can't it, imagine it, he's being, in yeah it's like nothing but french stuff yeah um he's not a known actor but i so rarely and i'm sure i mentioned this on the 2014 podcast i so rarely while i'm watching a movie going wow this guy is a great actor. Like, it, 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 his acting was so good, it almost took me out of the movie, which seems like the opposite <laughs> of its intent. But, yeah, it's uh, it's really fucking good. And, uh, yeah, and uh, Dolan should uh, not be allowed to have a budget. Because, uh, like, this movie's amazing. Uh, it's Just at the End of the World is pretty good. Um, Tom at the Farm is good. Um, and then fucking John F. Donovan just sucks so much ass. (laughs) (laughs) It's so stupid. Uh, yeah. So I think he's done one since John F. Donovan, which looked like they took away his budget. So I'll actually watch that and see if he (laughs) maybe got back to uh, proper filmmaking. Uh, So that's my 11. I like the idea of taking away the money. Yeah. No, no, you you did no, a bad job. You no. did a bad job. This is not happening anymore. Yeah. Uh, I believe he did one in 2019 yeah. called Matthias and Maxime. Right. A drama focusing on a group of friends in their late 20s. That seems more his speed. Oh, he's he's also Maxime in it. Okay. Loser. <laughs> well, I'm going to direct myself. I mean, he's in Tom at the Farm. He's Tom, isn't he? There's an SNL Quebec. That doesn't. No, I don't. I refuse. I, if 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 it is, I'm not acknowledging it. Hold on. <laughs> this is this is a game changer. <laughs> Quebec gets their own Saturday Night Live. That's just ridiculous. I don't believe it. I mean, it. There isn't even like an SNL Canada at large, but just Quebec gets one in French. 
I, I don't know what this is, but it's... Uh, there's so little information on it. It says 2014 SNL Quebec. And zero description. Comedy. I mean, it has zero yeah. other description. I don't know what that means. I'm going to look it up in between podcasts. Because <laughs> I need to know if, if they have their own... Oh, it couldn't be called Saturday Night Live Quebec, though, because no. they have copyrights, and they're like, no, it's not me something in French. And wouldn't it be uh, uh, Samedi Noir, uh, Samedi Soir Vive? Uh, sure. Uh, Vivant? It, it, SNL is a, was a Quebec television sketch comedy series which aired on Tele-Quebec in 2014 and 2015. One season, ten episodes. <laughs> a French-language av- adaptation of the influential American sketch comedy series Saturday Night Live. Now, what I hope it is, is that they are not original sketches, and that they just oh, do famous SNL sketches in French. Would be amazing. It got cancelled after one year because it was too bad. <laughs> oh, oh. I hope it, like, just Xavier Dolan is doing John Belushi sketches. <laughs> <laughs> What a what a list of who's that of hosts and musical guests. It's a regular who's that. It's a regular if you don't if you've never been to Quebec, you, you don't, don't know the the guy who played Bon Cop in Bon Cop Bad Cop hosted okay. once and that was it. Everybody else, no idea. Never heard of these people before. Yeah. That is insane. I am going to I'm gonna become obsessed with this. I'm gonna watch every episode of SNL Quebec. If you can find one episode Anywhere, I will give you all the money in my pocket. Which, as you know, I carry twelve thousand uh, dollars. There is an episode on YouTube, a I'm, full episode. I'm so glad we didn't shake hands. <laughs> there are several full episodes oh on YouTube. Actually, it would appear that almost everyone is is on YouTube. Amazing. Well, I guess that's what I'm doing for the next day. Well, I guess we found our night. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's bonkers. <laughs> Anyways, so that's our bottom ten. Bottom ten. Did it. Right. So so now now we're at the Sid Undertaker. We're at the Hogan Slaughter. We're at the what are you talking Sid about? Justice Hulk Hogan. We're at the main event, baby. Oh, your uh, all your favorite WrestleMania main events. Oh, I was like, what do these things have in common? <laughs> your your Goldberg Braun Strowman's. Your Bam Bam Bigelow Lawrence Taylor. That one's a good one. Uh, did you know that Mongo was in a WrestleMania? Yeah, crazy. He was in a football. Yeah, Battle Royal. And he was also in LT's Corner. LT's Corner, yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Crazy stuff. So, now we've moved on. We are at the 10 to 1, the big ones. Here's the time for us to panic about what the other person's put high, and then go, oh shit, I made a terrible decision. Alright. I'm going to start talking now. Okay. (laughs) Because I want the kisses if we match. Fair. And my leg is falling asleep, and I don't think I can get up. (laughs) (laughs) So that's where we're at. Uh, we're not going to match on this one, though, so Sick. stay planted. We can only match on two, dude. Two? Two. Holy fuck. We can only match on two that are left. Because um, either they've been said or they're not on your list. Damn. Bad news, listening audience. Scott's not getting any kisses from me. I think we can match on those two, though. Maybe. We'll see. We're not matching on my number ten, though, because it's your number eighteen or something. Uh, my number 10 is my 2012 number 3, The Hunt. That's my number 17. So that means, uh, for those of you doing quick maths here, 
My 2012 1, 2, and 3 are in my top 10. Bonkers. Yeah. I like that. How do you like me now? Well, I don't like you at all, and I've never liked you. I see. And I only do this for the people. What do you do this for? <laughs> for the people. Okay. I did it for The Rock, and I did it for the people. Okay. Those are, I, mean... of, I, like, I like a lot of wrestling references coming from me <laughs> on a movie podcast where no one cares about wrestling. Yeah. I mean, the, the, if you there are more wrestling podcasts on this RSS feed than movie podcasts. Uh, yes, but our listeners didn't really kick in until we st- almost stopped doing wrestling. I mean, yes. <laughs> uh, my number 10 is not on your list because it was a hard cut for you. Uh, it was another Villeneuve? my number 2 for 2013. Denny Villeneuve. Prisoners. Prisoner. Yeah. I mean, I love it. It is Pr- Prisoners really, really good. is the best episode of Law & Order SVU ever made. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can see it. Right? <laughs> it, I think it also, too, made me realize, oh, Hugh Jackman's a good actor. <laughs> yeah. And not just a silly goose <laughs> with a beard. Yeah. But also is a silly with two goose beards. with two beards. <laughs> the one on who, his face. Who and, also can't sing but thinks he can his sing. his wife. He's yeah. a Broadway guy. He's a Broadway guy. He's a song and dance man. Yeah. Uh, He's the greatest showman. A, 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 a really solid cast. Yeah. And, like, real dark. I love how dark it is. Do, I, I like... That it's an interesting choice, but I don't like the look of Jake Jilly's <laughs> collared shirt buttoned up to the top, no tie. Yeah, you know. Weird look. He's uh he's living his best life. I like that it's a unique I like that it's unique. I like that it's a choice. Maybe it's a Quebec thing. But I don't like it. Maybe it's a Quebec thing. Maybe, maybe it's it was a like, thing. oh no no. Up two up. <laughs> And Jake's like, you can't really mean. <laughs> I do the top button. I was like, yes. Oui, oui. Oui, oui, oui. But yeah, number 10. Monsieur Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal. So I guess that means I say my number, number nine. nine. Um, I guess it's not on your list. I can't remember what number. But uh, I'm, uh, I'm sticking with 2012. Back to back, ten and nine. My twenty twelve number two, Michel Henneke's Amour. It's great. It was number five on my list, so it won't. It wouldn't, wouldn't make a list. Yeah, I thought it was four or five for four you. Four or five. Yeah, yeah it, so it, I, it didn't make a list. I didn't think it was there, but I uh, like it. It's great. What's with that pigeon? <laughs> Fair question. Uh, the pigeon's confusing. Uh, <laughs> That's why I was so low on my list because that pigeon. I need, I, I I need believe, things explained. I believe to that me. that was your letterbox review. <laughs> pigeon's confusing. Don't like it. <laughs> don't like it. If you're not going to explain to me what every little thing in the movie means, yeah, I'm not going to like your movie. I agree. But it is great. Yeah. Yeah. My number nine. You're not. Not on your list because it's going to be. It's way lower on your list. I see. Uh, my number nine is my number two from 2014. And it is driving me nuts that I didn't write a closing bracket on it. Oh, boy. Uh, number two, 2014, Force Majeure. Yeah, I mean, I love it. It was my number one until something else had to take over for it. But it is yep. uh, it is great. It is absolutely great. Uh, yeah, I, I can't say anything bad about it. It's such a fun story. Mm-hmm. And it's just a character study. Yep. Really, of... Hey, here's an interesting incident that could happen in real life. Would happen and to me. Bye, it, kids. I'd absolutely. I'd do it. Fuck <laughs> and uh, and the aftermath of that, and it's got that uh, that cool guy with the big red beard. <laughs> I always forget his name. Christopher Hedger Hedger Christopher Hitchens. <laughs> Christopher Huggins. The he he's a he's a he's a Norseman in uh, Game of Thrones too. 
But the that guy. Uh, He's Christopher Hivju. You're actually pretty close <laughs> with all your gibberish. Uh, Tormund Giant's beard from yeah. Game of Thrones. Yeah, he's a he's a fun guy. He's a fun guy. Um, so my number. <gasps> Scotty's also in After Earth. I guess we're gonna watch After Earth again. My number eight is not on your list. Yeah, because you have nothing from 2011 on your list. Nope. Well, I do. Make that cut. I have one thing from 2011 on my list. And and it's it's your number one. It's my number one. And it is Steve McQueen's Not That One, The Other One's (laughs) Shame. The Living Black One. Starring Mikhail Hang That Dong (laughs) Fassbender. Big old dick. Yeah. Big meaty hog. Yeah. Like me some meaty hogs. Yeah, it is, yeah, just this intimate story of a fucked up guy. <laughs> is he really that fucked up? I feel like that's just what everyone is now. I, 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 Everyone's either do zero, like no sex. From z- zero or shame. Or just everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we're both, kind of both. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the older I get, the more towards zero I'm going. Yeah, no, I, I feel like I've mostly entered the uh, post-fucking portion of my life, but at the same time, I'm also completely depraved. <laughs> it's very, it's a very strange dichotomy, but I'm I'm working with it. I have the opportunity to, and I pretend I'm asleep. <laughs> so that's how that works. Yeah. Uh, your eight. My number eight will not be on your list because I think it is the biggest goof up of your history. Uh, which hey, is... dude, it's my number. 106. Seven, seven, what's six. your fuck? It's what's your problem? My 106, your eight. <laughs> yeah. Fair. 2015? 2015, number one, baby. My 2015, kind of honorable mention. <laughs> <laughs> Same diff. Mad Max Fur- Furry Road, baby. I don't know. Pra- practical effects. I know. Like, I can't. Ra- rad, like, lighting and, and, and like, visuals. And, I, can't, like, I can't say anything against it. I love it. It's. I know why. It, it's because Mad Max is supposed to be the main character, and not it's this, some woman, not some fucking bitch, <laughs> like fucking. And she, you know what? She doesn't. She doesn't even look like a lady. No, she she looks shaved. She head, looks no hand. like she's named Max, yeah. but she's not Max. You were just named Mad Maxine. If you were just named Bitch Max, then maybe we're talking. But until then, no, ma'am, I'm pissed off. Yeah, they, they made fucking Mad Max a fucking simp. <laughs> and it was a simp. <laughs> I don't know, man. If they the, made, if they made more movies like this, I'd, I'd be I'd see every guy. I mean, they're making another one of these. Yes, but without uh, George Miller. I think with George Miller. But he was not happy with them, and they were feuding. I think I think a fussing and a feud. I'm not exactly sure, but mm. I I think something's happening. It will hopefully good. be good. If, yeah. But if every, like, bigger budget action movie was, this? was like this, awesome. I would see every single awesome. one of yeah, them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like, I, I, I can't say anything against it. It's just there were so many other movies that ended up uh, being higher. Apparently 105, uh, 105 other movies. other movies. Look, at the end of the day, I'm a quiet boy <laughs> who likes a quiet story, and this was loud and scary to me. I guess it's it's not 105 movies. It's, it's 15 movies. Because it could have been 101 or in that 10. Yes. So it was really 15 movies better than it. Yeah. 
Because it's not like it could be number one in 2017. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Yeah. But yes, it is It is rad, and I I, I think you're a buffoon. <laughs> <laughs> I, I accept my fate. All right. I've got... Yeah, I've definitely got a couple coming that are lower or not on your list. Um, we better fucking match those two, though. I swear to fucking God. My number seven we're on? Yes. Uh, taking it back to 2012. So 2012 was 7, 9, 10 for me. Wow. And I remember when I did my 2012 and when we talked about it, I said my top three, one I all love and two are basically interchangeable. Right. I had like I had a very tough time ranking them. And obviously, even in the top of the decade, four spots separate those three movies. So my number seven is my 2012 number one, Paul Thomas Anderson's The Master. Did my list. I know it didn't make it. It was list. only number six or Five seven or six for me. Or seven? Yeah. But, yeah. I, I, I love PTA. Everything he does is great. I love PDA. Personal Digital Assistant. Yeah. Yeah. Not the other guy. The other guy's gross. No, it's gross. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I would be fine if they would allow, like, rimming in public. Yeah. But they don't. Well, that's the, that's the other PDA, a uh, public dis- display of analingus. <laughs> <laughs> the good PDA. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. I wonder if anyone ever called him Paul Dumbass Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> I bet, and you know what? And I bet if they did, I bet it would actually hurt his feelings. <laughs> Probably. You seem sensitive. Yeah. Yeah. He's one of those directors that wears a scarf unironically. <laughs> Definitely. So does Villeneuve, though. So does Villeneuve. But that's a, and, that's a Quebec thing. And who's another scarf? Inuritu's a scarf Inuritu's guy. Inuritu's a scarf guy. Yeah. But it's a Mexico thing. Yeah. What's Andrew's yeah, excuse? It gets so cold in Mexico. <laughs> in the mountains. Better wear a scarf. In the mountains it does. He's not a mountain man. <gasps> he take that back. <laughs> he kind of looks like one, actually. Maybe he is. What's Paul Thomas Anderson's excuse? Being gay. <laughs> Being gay, but also having, like, nine kids? Yeah. Yeah. He mixes it up. Yeah, of course. Gotta keep you on your toes. Yeah. He's a genius. Yeah. Uh, your seven. My number seven, not on your list, because it was too low on your top ten. That would be the first appearance of two wonderful little brothers that make cool movies together. My number two for 2019, Uncut, Uncut Gems. Gems. Those safety boys, I love them. Those safety boys can really stress you out. They really can. My And also entertain the fuck out of me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's so much fun. And also like, oh, no, bad things are happening. <laughs> but yeah. Also, if you're going to put Kevin Grant in a movie, I'm going to watch it. Like a bunch. <laughs> He's my yeah. favorite basketball I'm, player. I'm going to watch it, and I'm going to put it top ten of the decade. Yes. That, that's just what's <laughs> happening. Those are the rules. All right? If you wanted Phantom Thread to be better, you should have put Kevin Garnett in there. <laughs> I wonder how they would have worked Kevin Garnett into Phantom Thread. Playing himself. As himself in like 19... 20... In 1950s dressmaking England. Like 20-something years before he was born. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I mean, it's not impossible, but it's going to be difficult. Well, give, me, give me a minute. Make a phone call. Me and PDA <laughs> will get back to you. Okay. Refilm the entire movie with Kevin Garnett. I, w- I would like Kevin Garnett as the bitch sister <laughs> in, in Phantom I, yeah. Thread. I think I, what I also love about it is that it's Kevin Garnett playing Kevin Garnett, but it's not like a fictionalized Kevin Garnett. It's like he's a dickhead and an asshole, yeah. and that's how he plays it. 
Yeah. Like, he's just being himself. <laughs> yeah, no, it is It is Kevin Garnett as himself, yeah. not as some other Kevin Garnett. Or, like, trying to be or an enhanced Kevin Garnett. Yeah. It's it just, here's what I would do. I think they told him it was a documentary. Yeah. Like, okay, Kevin, go in here and buy some bling. And he yeah. goes, oh, fuck it, all right. Well, it's a good thing I'm carrying $200,000 with me. <laughs> yep, absolutely. So, yeah, that's my number seven. My number six was, if memory serves right, but it's been, oh, at least 45 minutes, <laughs> uh, a hard cut for you, my 2010 number one black swan. Yep, hard cut for me. Hard cut. It's, it would be higher for you, though. Yeah. It's great. Uh, Darren Aronofsky's never been a bad movie. <laughs> sure. You can and... make that statement. That's you admitting that Noah is That good. I love Noah. <laughs> With rock monsters. Yep. Which I then had that to... Were definitely Which I the then had to look up if those were in the Bible. Because there's other weird... There are monsters in the Bible. Sure. The Bible's got, like, Leviathan and yeah. shit. Uh, that, Fucking minotaurs. That, that, that name will never come up again in this podcast, Leviathan. Minotaurs. I don't think it has minotaurs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just, have, just half, half bull, half retard. <laughs> I don't know, like half bull, full retard. <laughs> <laughs> or just a retarded bull. Not even like an anthropomorphic thing. No, I think a minotaur that's got Down syndrome. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to look that up. I hope that exists. Please tell me that that exists. And d- Google, don't correct my spelling. I know what I'm doing. Don't give me did you mean. I said minotard. I meant minotard. Uh, you keep talking. I'm looking it up. Um, yeah, like number six. We yeah, we actually touched on earlier. It's uh, it's great. Two two great performances. A uh, movie that lets you know, hey, Mila Kunis is a good actress. That's true. How about that shit? That's true. <laughs> and uh, Natalie Portman when she gets like the right role is amazing. And I I, th- I think this is the best movie. Uh, you would agree. Yeah. And uh, yeah, if you ain't seen it, go see it. I think um, I also really liked Vox Lux. I liked Vox Lux a lot too. That was that was enjoyable. I liked it more than I thought I would actually. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, I think I'm all I'm all number ones from here on. My my highest non number one is Amour at number nine, and then eight through one are all number ones. How do you like that? Hmm. I have in my top ten. Four number twos. Four twos. Uh, so, my number six was mentioned by you. I believe it was your 16. Yeah. It is uh, my number one for 2018. Yep. It is Burning. It is my 16. Um, again, watch it twice. Keep your eye open for different things and have different ideas. We watch it the second time because there's absolutely different ways of seeing it. There are. I, I was surprised how differently you can see it too. Yeah, I thought I thought it was fairly cut and dry after the first viewing, and I was absolutely wrong after the second. This viewing. and the Lighthouse are the two movies you need to watch multiple viewings yeah. and have a different mindset for each. Time. Yeah, just take take the other person's side. Yeah, pay attention to different things than you did the first time. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, it's it's really wild. Yeah, it, it's great, and yeah, it was one at sixteen. I kept wanting to put higher, but couldn't put higher than the ones than Roma, which yeah. is fourteen. So yeah. it was either going to be fifteen or sixteen. Yeah, and that's uh, the way that one crumbled. So I guess that takes me to my number five. Top five, baby. Top five. 
This is crazy. Of, of the Decade. Of the Decay? Uh, yes. Again, more wrestling references for people that oh don't care. I didn't even get that. Yeah, no, <laughs> Abyss, Crazy Steve, crazy Steve no, Rosemary. All, all the hits. <laughs> um, it is your... It was in your teens. I don't remember what. Uh, it is my 2015 number one, but not my of the decade number one, because it doesn't have real people in it. It's my 11. 11. Yeah, it's pretty close. Couple away. Couple away from a kiss. Hear that, folks? You could have had it, but you blew it. That's right. This is on you guys. <laughs> uh, my 2015 number one, Anomalisa, is my number five. It is... It's great. It's touching. It's sad. It's... It, it, as we said, incredibly unique. So bizarre. Yeah. And, and very bizarre, and and so many cool choices in it. Like there's, yeah, there's nothing I would change. It's it's great, and and Charlie Kaufman is the best writer in the game today. So there, I said it. I wish he would make. I wish he made more than one movie this decade, but he's already yeah. he's already made one in the 2020s. But he yeah. but he also only made a. F- few in the few. 2000s, he, right? He, he, Schenectady, New York. He directed Synecdoche. He wrote Eternal Sunshine adaptation. Yeah. John Malkovich was 90s, I think. 98? 99? Yeah, I think 98. Yeah, and something else. And then was in the insane writer's room for the Dana Carvey show, which ha- which if you look at that writer's room, yeah, yeah, yeah. is bonkers. Yeah. It, it's like Charlie Kaufman, Louis C.K., Stephen Colbert, uh, Bob Odenkirk, David Cross. Yeah. Yeah, it's nuts. All these famous people that went on to do massive yeah, things. Yeah, all these like amazing comedians. not polar dicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Your five. Uh, my number five was mentioned by you, and it was in your teens, but I don't remember. What so was. I think we have a chance. Don't jinx it! Don't jinx it! Don't jinx it! All right, number don't, five. Don't, so this is a, a bye-bye man situation. Don't think it. Don't say it. Yeah, got it. Uh, also, or it's a Beetlejuice situation where you can say it twice. Oh, it's God, but God help you say it third time. Or Candyman. Four is good. Five, no way. Yeah. Uh, my number five is my number two for 2017, the second appearance by them Safdie brothers. Two, two top ten Safdies? Two top ten Safdies. Love it. Good time. Love it. My, love it so much. My 15. Again, would love to have it higher. So good. It's great. It's great. Make more stuff. So we both agree that good time is slightly higher than Uncut Gems. Yes. Yeah. I had it five to seven. You had it fifteen. I, I had to it fifteen. Not on I list. had it fifteen to tough cut. Yeah, fifteen to in the twenties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's in crunch time, baby. Well, now, now I ha- two yeah. two things in that top four are the same. Yes, confirmed. So we have two kisses. Period. Yeah, period. But but <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. So yeah. My, well, yeah, I, I have two that, I got one that's not on your list, one that you've said, and two you haven't that are in your top two, four. Two on my list are not on your list, and yeah. two on my list are on your list. Yeah, well, here's what I'm going to say about my number four. My number four... We should have gone three, because if your number four was my number one, then we couldn't kiss. It's too late. My number four could be your number one. It's too, too late. It's number four. Let's just do it. But here's my number four. My number four it was my number one movie for a year. <laughs> yeah? That doesn't help. Yeah, 
that, that make you think of anything? <laughs> what? It's <laughs> my number four was my number one movie for 2019, and it is Parasites. Interesting. And I believe it's on your list, and you Get can probably here. give me a kiss, but I don't think it's your number four. <laughs> my God. We do you want to come back to it when we say it on yours? Or sure. Or do we just want? Yeah. Sure. So your number four. My number four is a film, my second favorite film, by who has become my favorite director. That is my number one for 2014. Peter Berg. <laughs> I love Peter Berg. Peter Berg makes some great shit. Is your number Mile is, 22? Is your number four Ballers? six underground? No, that's Michael Bay. That's Michael I'm sorry. Bay. I'm so sorry. Mm. Uh, Lone Survivor. Lone Survivors. Yeah. The other one, uh, Patriots Deep, Day. Deepwater Deep Horizon. Deepwater, yeah. Uh, Ballers. He's an executive producer and an actor. Obviously. Uh, he's also in The Great White Hype. The only good thing he's in. Yeah. Uh, yes, so that would be my number one for 2014. That would be Leviathan. Yes. Yeah, uh, I was sad to not have any Zivya Ginsev on my list, but he he didn't actually have any... That are that high in my tens is just yes. everything he makes is great. He's in the ten, yeah. Because like Elena was like, they're, I think they're all like around seven. Th- and eight they're all in my yeah. bottom five. Yeah. They're, they're all six to like ten. Like Elena was seven for me. Yeah, Elena and... was. I think it ended up nine. Yeah. Uh, Leviathan was higher. Yeah. Leviathan was I think six. Yes. And um and Loveless seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What what can I say about this movie that I haven't already said? It is. It is. What have I said? What can I say about this movie that I haven't already said about Russia, in general? It is yeah. bleak. It is. It is, it is cold. It is soul crushing. It is drinky. <laughs> yep. Uh, it. But it's it's rad. Like it. It's. I remember seeing a po- like a poster or like a thing. The poster's in, great. I remember seeing a thing in the VIF 2014 catalog. like yes. catalog thing. Yeah. Looking at it and going like, oh, it's a whale carcass. What the fuck is that? And I was yeah. like, ah, okay, it can't be good. And then fast forward two years, <laughs> and I somebody had like wrote written an article about it, and I was like, yeah. oh, that sounds oh, kind of rad. Sounds good. So then I checked it out and was like, oh, this is like my new favorite movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Poster's excellent. Poster yeah. is very excellent. I remember it being. Yeah, I remember looking through the 2014 VIF guide, and I don't think. I knew Zivi Gensev well, if at all, in 2014. Um, Leviathan would have been the first movie I saw of his, for sure. Although I, th- I feel like I had downloaded some before that, uh, just by seeing them on some list, but hadn't watched them yet and wasn't familiar with the director. But, uh, yeah, like, browsing through the list, I'm like, oh, that's a cool-looking poster. And uh, it was also a cool-looking movie. <laughs> the poster was right. Truth in advertising. <laughs> yeah. Although, so, yes. although if you want the movie to be about a whale skeleton, you're going to be disappointed. Or if it's, you want more than just a brief glance yeah, at a whale skeleton. Yeah, it is... It is in, it is in microseconds yeah, of the film. It is... Yeah, it's not even a scene. Yeah. But yes, that is my number four of the decade. My number three is not on your list. Holy shit. holy shit is right my number three is by one of my favorite directors uh the aforementioned uh alejandro gangster gangster 
Inuritu, Birdman or the Unexpected Virtue of Ignorance. This is so... Maybe... Maybe more than almost anything. Maybe number one as well. Anomalisa to a degree. Uh, is just my kind of fucking movie. Just... Creative choices. Great acting that absolutely got robbed of an Oscar Wrong. by Eddie fucking Redmayne. <laughs> hey, he played a trans. That's not even what he got an Oscar for. He got, I know. He got the Oscar for playing a Phoebe. There you go. Put a Phoebe to trans. You can't be against him. Now, okay, okay, play a Phoebe trans. You are not woke. Play a Phoebe trans, and you can have all the Oscars you that want. But until then, imagine trans in a wheelchair. Can you even? Yeah, but they could cut that, your penis off, and you wouldn't even feel it. That's true. It's It's... It's really putting a hat on a hat. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to even explain why this is so my type of movie. It's, it's so many, so many cool things, like, Bird, like, it's, so Birdman, it's, it's about Michael Keaton, who, the, the, the character in the movie is this guy who, in his younger days as an actor, played a big superhero, like Michael Keaton did in real life in real with Batman, life. and is now at a much different stage of his acting career, is doing some Broadway shit. Like Michael Keaton. Like <laughs> Michael Keaton. And, and the whole thing is like a fake one-shot, which is cool. And uh, and then all the music choices, and uh, and I, I, love a, a, I love an ending that sticks with you in a movie. This does that. Uh, the the ending of this movie made my dad not like it, oh. and made me not like my dad. <laughs> Fair, welcome to the club. Because uh, I remember I took my fan after seeing it once at the theater. Uh, my family wanted to go to a movie. It was I think probably over Christmas holidays because I think it was like an Oscar. Yeah, it was Oscar times movie. So December, um, twenty fourteen. And I was like, "Oh, we should see Birdman. It's fucking cool." And uh, I'm pretty sure, like my, I think I think my mom and sister liked it. Period. And my dad, I think, was into it until the end. And I, I don't really want to spoil it, but he doesn't like what Emma Stone does at the end. Huh. I'm like, and, and his reasoning is it, it's just wrong. <laughs> it's the same way he didn't understand the end of Lost. <laughs> He's like, oh, so they were dead the whole time. I'm like, not really. No. <laughs> you, you asshole. <laughs> anyway, before this gets into just Scott complains about his dad, the podcast, uh, Birdman, my 2014 number one, is my number three of the decade. My number three of the decade is my number one for the year 2017. It is. The next appearance of Zivganitsev. Zivginsev. So you got Loveless over Leviathan. I, but both very close to each other. I you. like Loveless a lot. So you got two director double appearances in the top ten. Two Safties, two, two Andre Z's. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> love it. Um, yep, I mean, I love the tone Tone's change. great. I think both characters. I like how the mom and dad start off on this. Yeah. And then they cross and completely change and to go the other way. Person. Yeah, yeah, totally. I think that's yeah. really, really good. And like, yeah. you do not see it coming right nope. away. Um, I just love the fact that both of them have these like moved on relationships, yeah. but then have to and have go to come back. back to where they were. Yeah, the fact which that, neither like, wants to, and the <laughs> fact that like 
They don't want the kid. <laughs> that, that's the thing. Neither one of them wants the thing that brings them yeah. back together. And, and that's I, I don't think it's spoiler to say that, because that is the, the premise of the movie. Yes. That, that's not something that's that happens not. later. The premise of the movie is a divorced couple's kid goes missing. Yeah. And it, before the kid was missing, neither parent really wanted custody of the kid. And he knew it. And he knew it. Yeah. And, which is... And he's also got a dumb white trash haircut. But anyways... It's Russian, It's dude. a Russian haircut, <laughs> yes. But yeah. Which, it, which is just such an interesting story concept from the get-go. Yes. And then what they do with it is so interesting, yeah. too. And I remember watching it and being blown away by how much fucking there is in that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's way more than I thought yeah, there was. And, and, and how much fucking the kid does. Can you even... So much. Believe it. So much. That they, the, that they would show it so he's, graphically. He's a poon ham. <laughs> that kid fucks. fucks. Uh, but yes, my number three is Loveless. My number two... Listen, we're kissing regardless, so... Yeah, but where is the question? That's the question. <laughs> that is the... No, because if it's... If the one that's left is both of our number ones... Yeah. We gotta do something. We, didn't we say on the mouth, or did we say standing 69? <laughs> standing 69. I'd say maybe on the mouth. Okay. <laughs> and then whatever happens after the podcast, happens after the is podcast. Is it smart to kiss each other on the mouth in a COVID world? We've been... Very close to each other a lot today. That is true. I think if we're if we're gonna get it, we're gonna get it. Mouth to ass. Mouth to ass. My number two uh, is lower on your list. Uh, I think it's in your teens somewhere. Or wasn't on the. Or you know, it's hard to remember things. Uh, if it's what it is, it's nope. I don't know. My number. Oh, yeah, yeah. My number two is my 2016 number one. It is 16. Uh, Chain sucks dick. Sukmin? Yeah. Is that right? Yes. Alright. Do I need to look? Chan Wook Park. Chan Wook Park. Chan Wook Park. There. I was like, I'm combining Chan I'm combining Chong. two other names. Yeah. Uh, Chan Wook Park. Uh, yeah. Great director. Did Old Boy also. And the good one? Yeah. Uh, Chan Wook Park directed 2013's Spike, Spike Lee's Old Boy. Boy. <laughs> uh, the Handmaiden. It is, it's just so. It's such a brilliant movie. Sexy? It is. It's fucking sexy. Very sexy. There is a lot of lesbian banging in this movie, yes. uh, but for story purposes, not for salacious purposes. And two twists you don't see coming. They both work so good. The twists make the story. Yeah. In because it's like, it's like Act One twist, Act Two twist, d- epilogue sort of. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, both both are so good. Both work so well. All the acting's great. The cinematography is fantastic. Uh, I don't have enough good things to say about The Handmaiden. I like two. it a lot. I mean, it's in your top twenty. You're it's probably okay with very it. Very good. My number two. Mm-hmm. This is a deal breaker because I, if I say this out loud, uh huh, things are going to happen. <laughs> Because is, is Scott Hansen is your number two, my number one. Scott Hansen. Uh-huh. I'm going to say this out loud. I want you to look me in wanna, the eyes. I don't want to look you. Look me in the goddamn eyes. Look over your here. autism is not that bad. You can make eye contact. <sighs> Fine. Scott Hansen. Uh huh. We did a podcast yeah. for months. <laughs> for months. Doing ten movies every year. Yeah. To then get to the top twenty. Of the entire 10-year period. Let me pause you for one second. This is the most eye contact I've made in 2020. <laughs> Continue. For t- so, 100 movies. Yes. 
to then make our top 20 of the entire decade. Yes. You know how many opportunities to not to miss? To the, <laughs> a lot. How close we can get to kiss? We almost had 15 kisses. That's right. You and I uh-huh. have. Oh, Andrew. The same number oh, one. Oh, my fucking God. Oh, my fucking God. Decade. Yes. <laughs> my number two, two is number one for 2019. That is Parasite. Hey, that's a good movie. That's that's my number four. There you go. Hey, what's your number one? <laughs> Our number one movie. Hey, what's your number one, Drew? Is number one of the year twenty thirteen. What Drew? What's crazy about what's crazy about that <laughs> is I think that was my number one for twenty thirteen as well. Yeah, would that be Spike Jones's? It's Spike Jones's. Her? her. Kiss me on the lips. <laughs> 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 Let's get one cheek, other cheek. <laughs> Holy shit! Wow! Wow! God damn it! That is crazy. <laughs> when uh, I wrote, when I wrote it down, I said to myself, "This is gonna be Scott's number one." Really? I said that. I was what, like, "This is gonna be Scott's number one." When I when I wrote like the the bunch to narrow down to the top twenty, then I pretty quickly. Circled 19 that had to be on there, and then a bunch had to fight for 20. But when I was looking at the 19, the one that kept jumping to me for number one was her. So I'm like, why fight that? Yeah, it, it's the right one. And then and then I just sort of went down the list that way, and that and that's how I got my top six. Right. It was like this one jumped. Okay, who's next? You. Who's next? You. And then I had to like fuck around in the in the lower 10 and the teens and whatnot. But, yeah, that's how my top six happened. Mm-hmm. Her, Handmaiden, Birdman, Parasite, Anomalies of Black Swan. That, those were my top six for sure and didn't change. Bothers. I definitely did, like, okay, what are the ones that I think are the lower ones? Yeah. What are the ones that I think are the higher ones? Yeah. And when I did lower, higher, and I went, well, her. Yeah, and she, then yeah. I was like, oh. If that was the easiest one to say is high, I guess it's number one. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, I, and I didn't, I never questioned if it was one or two. Like, yeah. I was just like, oh, one. Like, I think of all the things that... Do we talk about Parasite for a sec before we oh, talk sure. about Oh, sure. Yeah, of course. Because we didn't really say much about... No, we didn't really say anything. Not really, because we were waiting for me to say it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, Parasite, like we said, the last one, like... It's got such a uh, like a, an interesting uh, like story. The way that everything is like uh, like these little tiny reveals and little tiny like bits and pieces that yeah. sort of uh, turn the families <laughs> on each other. Like you know, yeah. and you're like you're seeing all these little minor things, but it also just has so many like may- maybe one of the most insane reveals of a movie. Yeah, like <laughs> just completely like. It, it's, which, which there's is there's almost there's nothing in the movie that leads you to believe anything outside of what you're seeing yeah. is happening. And then oh, there's and then there's a bit sudden, more. There's like, a little bit more. Uh, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> yeah, there's a little bit more. Which nobody does better than Bong Joon Ho. No, like that's his thing. Is like big shift, not twists per se. No, but shifts. Yeah. Just like a, a normal reality to something insane happening. So crazy times. Like the host. <laughs> the, exactly. Granted, you see the, the creature like relatively early on in the movie, yeah. but it's not like, oh, maybe there's this thing, and yeah. then it's like, it's like, oh, people are saying there's this thing, and then like, bam, there's this thing, like, <laughs> yeah. holy shit. <laughs> and then, and then like, and not not even like plot shifts, but like tone shifts too. Like the host has crazy tone shifts. It goes yeah. from, from horror, from straight horror yeah. to straight comedy. comedy. 
with not not mixed horror comedy. No, and, it, and it's not like a like a slow transition. No, nope. oh, it's getting a little funny. It's getting a little funny. It's like the, scary. This, then this, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And this this has not as drastic tone shifts, but it's got some tone shifts. It's got some funny parts. Yep. It's got some like yeah. It's got because it's, it's got basically like a goofy caper part to it, yep. and then it has someone. Getting the worst concussion I've ever seen yeah. on, on a wall. Yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> the most, the mo- one of the most brutal, brutal head on wall hits I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah. I mean, it's it's got like, like it's kind of got slapstick comedy to it a yeah. little bit, which is like bizarre. When yeah. you're like you know, it's it has like these realistic, like real life things that people deal with, and then there's like an entire family hiding under a table <laughs> while people fuck. <laughs> Yeah, it's just crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's great. And another great ending. Yeah. I, I so yeah. respect... Cause it's... I don't know if anyone's, like, written or made a movie. It's hard to make a good ending. No, I know, because I've seen so many movies mm. with shit endings. <laughs> People, like, writers and directors, like, really struggle with third acts. Like, yeah. really hard. Yeah. The amount of movies I can think of that I love... The first hour twenty, and yeah. then hate the last and then twenty. Blow it, <laughs> you know, or or like in some movies where it's like hour forty, act one and two, act three, six minutes or four minutes. <laughs> yeah, like I think Batman versus Superman is one of those where like everything is a build up to the last two minutes. Yeah, and then it's like, it's over. Like, <laughs> hope, see ya. Hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, uh, I, I think that's why I like uh, my number nineteen youth as well because uh, uh, Harvey Keitel is a an aging director in it who is trying to make his like magnum opus piece and they cannot figure out an ending. <laughs> yeah. 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 Which, so, I, which I'm sure was probably true of Sorrentino and the writer for this movie mm-hmm. also. Although, uh, although I don't know, it, it, it ended beautifully. So it worked, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, so that's parasite. That's parasite. Number goddamn one. Number goddamn one. I thought it was going to be in the, like, top, for, like, top five, maybe, the whole time. Yep. And then, yeah, I was just like, when I wrote down, I was like, her, and I was like, you know what? Scott's going to put this as number one, too, I bet. (laughs) You were right. I was right. Um, It's got, it's, it's, it's emotional level is, like, up and down the whole time. Yeah. Like, comedy, romance, like, sadness. Yeah. Yeah, like, just like depression, depression, <laughs> and then like a, like a crazy ending. Yep, like a really really crazy ending. It's got some really good comedy in it. Yep, like I think the this bit, might the... be Joaquin Phoenix's best performance. Yeah, I think this is better than the Joker, and the Joker because the Joker's a different character. Yes, but like the Joker is to him his character and her as Leonardo DiCaprio in The Revenant is to, like, previous roles he's done. Yeah. Whereas, like, well, he gets an Oscar, but it's for the wrong it's, thing. Yeah. <laughs> because he, he's, he's got so much, like... He has so much range in this. Range yeah. and just, like, human yeah, emotion so real. in the movie. Yeah. I got I got two Joaquins in my top ten. Her and the Master. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, ScarJo's great. And back-to-back number ones in two years. 2012 and 13 number one. Joaquin movies, so I, I guess he's good. <laughs> I guess he's good. Yeah, he yeah he really is fantastic in this. He's 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 so real. Like it's a, um, I mean all the performances are are very realistic and believable. And I, I was gonna say despite uh, a less realistic plot, but it's not 
It's not a crazy plot. Not really. I mean, it's, it's, it's a little surreal, but yeah, it's, it's not. It's a, it's a slightly imagined either parallel uh, parallel world or or just a, a near future. A near future, yeah. Really. Um, the scene with the video game is, incre- is incredible. Video, yeah. That, that makes me laugh every it, time. It's hilarious. Um, and then just even just the real world stuff of him, like, going on a date or interacting with his neighbor, who's yeah. Amy Adams. Yeah. Uh, just like all of that is 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 intriguing. It's interesting. Yeah. It's not just like well, we have to like it can't just be constantly him and Scarlett Johansson. It has to be something else. You're like, okay, well, this other stuff's just like whatever. Yeah. But like, no, the uh, the other stuff is very interesting. Yeah. Like it's learning about the understanding of the world you're in and him as a person and like yeah and yeah. Then, and then just the ending is like so unique. Yeah, such an interesting ending and. Yeah, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, like, a, very much another me kind of movie. I think the... I'm trying to explain what a me kind of movie is. I think, like, a very, like, uh, like a emotionally intensive, um, mostly real, grounded in reality, but with some slightly surreal aspect to it, which, like, in this, and, like, another one that makes me think of that is another one of my favorite movies, um, like, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Mm-hmm. Like... All the performances are real. Everything's real, relatable, and human. With just this, like one other level, one little thing of, that... of different, of, yeah. of not quite real to us. Mm-hmm. But what they're dealing with is totally real. And actually, another reason I love um, the Leftovers, the the HBO series, which you should watch if you haven't watched. I don't watch TV. <laughs> True. <laughs> one more time for posterity. <laughs> it's not TV. It's HBO. <laughs> um, because that is, you know, the premise of that is a, a crazy, like, 2% of the world's population disappears. Which is, you know, um, well, I guess that's something that's happening right now. <laughs> but but not all at once. Not like that. Right. Um, so, obviously not something we've dealt with directly. But the way everyone deals with it is so real and relatable. And you find, you find yourself putting yourself in that and, like... What would I do? I would probably be kind of like this. Maybe what would what would I do a little differently? But you're you're thinking about it the whole time, and mm-hmm. that's you know I feel like that in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's a there's a lot of like real stakes at hand for him, like yeah. as a character, and then just like the way that they uh, like connect and just like the, the a look at what a world in the future might be with, like, connection. And then it's, like, it's even now with just, like, people only being able to interact with one another via, like... And I feel like they were a little ahead of the curve on, like... AI? Well, AI, certainly. But, like, every single person walking down the street looking at their phone. Yeah. Because that was made in, like, 2012. Yeah. Which, obviously, smartphones were ubiquitous in 2012. But I feel like it wasn't as much... If you just look at any scene of people where every single person is looking down at their phone. Yes, yeah. As, as much in 2012 as now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, when people are allowed to go out and... Like, in the before times. Yeah, when, the before times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when, you, when you could see a scene of people. Um, yeah. The, uh, I, I have to make one change to my list as we talk about this. Okay. Um, I don't know John Wick. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's fair, and I can't fault you. I, I, I feel like if we made a list... That was just like the movies I could rewatch the most times without losing interest. I made a list of the most awesome from movies. this from this decade. 
It's just be John Wick one, two, and three, <laughs> and, and then some and other then some other stuff. But like, yeah. And then, uh, then George Miller's Happy Feet two. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> or Shark Boy and Lava Girl, whatever the new one is. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Uh, what was I going to say? Uh, Spike Jones's uh, previous movie, criminally underrated. Where the Wild Things Are Amazing. is so, so good. good. So good. I have not. I need to rewatch. I have not watched it in a while. I've I've seen it a few times. I've seen it a couple times. I man, it's so good. Like as far as an adaptation of a children's <laughs> short story, <laughs> yeah. like a thirty-page children's if, if that, picture is it book, pages? maybe. Uh, it's God. It's fucking beautiful. Spike Jones rocks. <laughs> yeah. He's so good. Like I feel like my two. If I had to pick two favorite people of the decade, even though each one only made one movie, <laughs> it's Spike <laughs> Jones and Charlie Kaufman. I just love both of them so yeah. much. Yeah, yeah, they're they're just like they think on a completely different they're, yeah, wavelength. They're just people. they're just different, and yeah. but in it's such a good way, and. Uh, it's not like a broken record, but the the ending of her and not even so much ending, but last scene, last couple of seconds, just like uh, like Amy Adams' breath, which which is the last like yeah. second of the movie, yeah. uh, is just so good. It's Ooh. so good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Man, same one, number God, one. God damn. Of the decade. What a fucking treat. Yeah. So what what did we not in the, not in the same position? But we ended up with what, like uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight out of twenty on the that list. Was, on the list, same. anywhere, that eight on the twenty, same. and three kisses or four kisses. Uh, three, right? Three billboards, parasite, her. Yes. Anything else? No. No. Not bad. Nothing else was close, but. I mean, 8 out of 20 is pretty good. So I feel like we picked about the right number. We got close on a couple others. We got close on, what, The Hunt? The Hunt and Anomalisa. And Anomalisa. Yeah. And then, I mean, The Handmaiden was uh, 14 apart, but... Yeah. <laughs> pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty goddamn good. Do I have to... I have to make graphics for this, don't I? You do have to make top 20 I graphics. I still have all the pictures. That's probably a good call. This will probably be easier than doing it from scratch. Yes. Um, the, uh, I feel like, uh, we had an omission in the, uh, in the fun facts segment of the podcast because, uh, here's a fun fact for you. Uh, I thought this was really fun. Oh, it's <laughs> oh, one of us. Oh, I see. Even, I, though, even I, though it was your stupid I, idea. I want to go back to watching bad wrestling and hating it. <laughs> I mean, that's a viable option. Well, now, now what? Like now, what do we? I don't know. Do I, we, now do we enjoy watching movies and hang out like regular people again? I think we might do that for a bit. I oh. think <laughs> I think we might take a little break. I have a bit of television to catch up on, a lot of wrestling to catch up on, mm-hmm. um, and it, and it. and just some uh, some not having to watch three movies a day to catch <laughs> up on a bit of that. Yeah. Uh, I'm very proud of us for getting the whole thing in on schedule. It means. <laughs> We from when because we started when did we record 2010? It was pre-COVID. It was January, January maybe, like maybe, maybe middle of January, yeah. and and then started releasing them in uh, I guess September. September? Yeah. yeah. So obviously, but we also about, didn't see each other from March until June. June. 
At which point we said, "Oh, this is a this is fake." <laughs> yeah, which point we said, <laughs> "This is a this is a fake virus." I'm a, I'm made, a Jake Paul supporter. made up to hurt the president. <laughs> so yeah, so then we just started seeing each other again, and it was fine. Um, but yeah, uh, it was definitely the last couple years. Uh, I definitely had to ramp up my viewing. Yeah. Um, to get everything in. One, because I think I watched more movies in later years, and two, because we literally had a schedule on, like, we have to record by this to release here. Uh, so, yeah, definitely the last the last month, yeah, the last 30 days, or the, the 30 days leading to recording 2019. Yeah. And actually after that, because I watched, uh, like, five like, or six. Like, like 15 <laughs> oh, yeah, movies after true. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so up up to that, so, like, those 30 days, I probably de- I probably watched... 50 plus movies. Yeah. Which is a lot. <laughs> uh, but so it'd be nice to have a little break. I will be interested to see, because, like, I keep track of everything I watch for every month and I have since 2017. Yeah. So that I know, like, how many movies I watched each month. Yeah. And then how many I watch in a total year. Mm-hmm. So, like, the last two years have been, like, I think last year was just under 500. That's a lot. And the year before was, like, Four 460. Yeah. So I know you're in the fours. I think years. I think even with co like you know COVID numbers inflated because obviously we're home more. Yeah. Um, but also just having to watch things for this. Yeah. Like I'm gonna be close to like 600 I think, <laughs> in one year. <laughs> That's like one calendar year. I will have watched 600 movies. That's putting up numbers. Like, <laughs> some of them are rewatches of yeah. things, or some of them are things that I probably watch. Like you know, like I, I've said this before. I probably watch Jurassic Park three times a year, maybe four times. Sure. So right, that's gonna or be or like uh, 2015's draft day. I usually watch like two or three. I times. forgot about your draft uh, day I don't, fetish. <laughs> I'm like Moneyball. I watch a few times a year. Yeah, but there's also just like ones that I've, I like you know of, of if I if I watched 500 movies, like 350 are probably new ones. Yeah. So and like so this year might be will definitely be more than that because there's ones that I yeah. had to download to watch and yeah. So yeah, and there's still. 31 days in the, in the, in the Still got December. calendar, so maybe I'll do some more. I don't see why not. I don't know why I quit now. I think you go for the gold at this now. point. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm going to set the record, personal record, and world record. No, there's there's got to be a, like, somebody, you, somebody has watched, You like, don't have the world record. Somebody has watched 3,000 movies in one year. Yeah. Like, they, they have. Yeah. Is Someone has watched a, a dangerous amount of movies. Is his sitting. name Adam? <laughs> no, you, you've seen way more movies than Adam this year. Yeah, I think it's also like, I will pretty much watch anything. Yeah. Whereas I feel like he's slightly more picky. Slightly. He, he, like, he'll not watch a lot. Picky, like, yeah, like, like he'll Because he'll see a lot of stuff at film festivals. And, and, he'll watch, and some ends up not being. And good. he'll watch bad things to shit on. Absolutely. Yeah, of yeah. course. Uh, whereas I'm like, oh, that sounds interesting. And then I watch it and go, oh, that's bad. <laughs> like I watched Hurricane Heist. That was bad. Um, yeah. I mean, it was pretty good. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, th- it was uh, it was a really fun project. I uh, turns out I, I know this doesn't jive with my personality <laughs> at all, but it turns out I uh, like sitting down and making lists. <laughs> oh, <laughs> can, can you believe it? Never get right. I know it, it is really incongruous with the, uh, with the rest of my vibe. The, I know the man who literally knows the date of every VCW match. A lot of them, uh, really, a lot of them. More, more than you'd expect. No, it's about as much as <laughs> the I would same expect. as you'd expect. <laughs> yeah. More than a layperson would expect. Yeah, <laughs> more than someone coming in cold. Well, no, he couldn't possibly, he couldn't possibly know all those dates. <laughs> And then he does. And then he does. It's very exciting. So, I think we said this last podcast, if people have 
suggestions or yeah. ideas or concepts for us to continue on with this. For our next Not like we don't step have in ideas, life. but maybe but, there's fun ideas. Yeah, we're interested that, in yours. That everyone listening. Uh, Moldova, hit us up with your ideas. <laughs> yeah. Hit us a good, good morning, Moldova. <laughs> uh, yeah, hit us up on the twits at not Scott Henson, N O T S C O T T H E N S O N, at Sarah and Softpaws, S A R I A N S O F T P A W S, or just comment on uh, on the YouTube for the podcast. We read that, and yeah, let us know what you think about our lists, uh, ideas for the future. If you wish us well. If you wish us ill, perhaps. Yeah. Um, if you're, uh, if you, if uh, as as Drew said, if you think cars are for fags, <laughs> the cars are fags. Yeah. Let, let let them know. I, either way, yay or nay. <laughs> Send me pictures of your hot mom. Pictures of a hot mom and above all, furry fan art. Furry fan art. The rest really doesn't matter. At the end of the day, we don't care about your ideas or opinions. We just want your furry fan art. Furry fan art of us. Of us. Yeah, not just of anything. No. Not just like I could see fan art. Yeah, not like, just like the girl from Eon Flux with cat ears. Is that a thing? That <laughs> I don't know. Do? It's Japanese. Yeah, I guess that's I, I, is, for whatever reason, the first thing that came to mind. Maybe I'll look it up later. Maybe I don't I'll know. look it up. Maybe I'll look it up right now. Maybe. But uh, yeah, no. So, yeah, stop. let let us be clear. Of us. Yeah. You can you can you can add the dumb dog if you want, but it's. It's it's not a requirement. <laughs> and you know what? If it's good enough, if it's really good, we'll put it on a t-shirt. We'll definitely put it on a t-shirt. Legitimately. Because I think we're going to make merch. So if you make something awesome and uh, and give us permission to put it on a t-shirt, we'll, we'll fucking put it on a t-shirt. And if it's awesome, we might even pay for it. So uh, <laughs> we might. So there you go. No, 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 no promises. <laughs> Nothing set in stone. This is not a. This is not a, a verbal agreement made with you from the past. <laughs> oh no, I have a, a glaring issue Uh-oh. with my 2016 uh, list. All right, delete this. Let's start again. <laughs> uh, do you remember watching the 2016 do movie? Do you remember? Oh. <laughs> We didn't talk about it. Why didn't we talk about it? I don't know, because we forgot about it. Fuck. But, like, a a tail fetish. The movie is zoology, and it's literally a movie about a tail fetish. Oh, like, the reveal. I remember watching it and, like, screaming at (laughs) Kelly about it. Yes. Like, it was ridiculous. Yeah, we... Okay, so... 2016's zoology, uh, directed by Russian director... Ivan I. Teverdovsky. Step aside, Zivigensev. <laughs> There's a new Russian in town, and he makes the kind of movies that we like. Uh, he t- absolutely. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to delete this podcast, we're going to retool the list, and we're going to come back to you very soon with a brand new list and a, a new, but still matching, number one. It's only got a 3.2 on, uh, on Letterboxd, which is disappointing. Uh, maybe it's ge- like the demographic is too specific. It, I mean, the demographic might just be us. Might just be us and the director. But that's good enough for me. It's good enough for me. I like, I like a movie just for me. Also, uh, feel free to uh, follow me mm-hmm. on Letterboxd. Oh yeah, uh, Drew Sarian. Drew Sarian. I not only can you see the fifty or sixty movies a month I watch. <laughs> Uh, I also tend to at least write a small review for everything 
mainly for myself so I can remember things about it. Yeah. But also if I find things ridiculous or stupid or funny. Um, but also if you follow me, I will likely follow you so mm-hmm. that I can see what you're watching and maybe there will be things that I don't know about. So there hit you go. me up. As of right now, I opened a Letterboxd account. I have done nothing on you it yet. You follow two people? I follow two people. One I, of them's me. I one of them's your husband. I will probably continue to only follow those two people. That I will probably right. not follow you back, but I may start at least putting entries on it. So if you want to follow at not Scott Henson, same as my Twitter, on uh, Letterboxd, uh, maybe there'll be something on it by the time you hear this. And maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. Man, I'm already over 4,000 movies. Oh, I thought you were saying, I'm already over movies. Let's do something else now. I mean, I would like to go back to enjoying watching movies. Not like I didn't enjoy watching these movies. With less pressure. But there were some times where it felt like a chore. Where it was oh, like, no, I, I, I had... have three days to watch nine movies. Yeah, no, I, I had some chore days for sure. Yeah. yeah. I would like to go back to like, I feel like watching a movie. What's on? And then I go, oh, yeah, I can go oh, that. I'll watch, I'll watch Ash for the fifth time this week. <laughs> Twice in one week was pretty good. Yeah. And then like another half... Uh, like After like, that, like, like ten minutes here and there, when just, I to, on. just to get a taste. Yeah, just just to remember, like, oh yeah, that is a good scene. Just to get just to get a taste of uh, scary weather conditions and child pornography. <laughs> yeah, but not at the same time. No. Sort sort of at the same time. <laughs> anyway, he no spoilers. It. He wasn't a van by himself. <laughs> uh, well, anyways, uh, thank you for listening to season two. We did it of the worst year of our lives presents, presents the best, best decade, decade of our lives. Uh, no idea what's next, but hang but on I'll, to your butts. But I'll probably change the title of the podcast for the next one, whatever it is. And it'll get a new but cool picture. It will get a new cool picture, and it'll Less stay. It'll stay in the same RSS feed, so you idiots don't get confused. <laughs> Uh, thanks for listening. We love most of you. Not all of you, mm. but most of most. you. Most. Uh, you know who you are, you HPV. You know who you are. <laughs> um, anyways, that, that's it for now. I said we would be done at 11. It is 10. 10. What's vamp for an hour? Let's scat for an hour.